Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Fit Project Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Micah Smith. And today's episode is going to be a talk about motivation. It is going to be the the motivational episode you didn't even know you needed. So I want to dive in on what motivation is, how you can kind of find some motivation, and uh, how to get things done without it even, right? So without further ado, you know, let's cue the intro and we'll get into the episode. Right, guys welcome back happy holidays i think by now when you guys are hearing this it'll be uh you know you'll be deep into the christmas shopping you know you'll be at this point you'll be annoyed with christmas music i imagine unless you're someone who absolutely loves it you know i was fine with with christmas music there's no in between let's say it is literally like you either love Christmas music and you're all about it and you're kind of like decorating early, you're turning on the, the the music early, or you just hate it. Like, I don't know anybody who's just kind of like, you know, I don't mind it. Hmm, come on. I've never heard that. So, you know, which side are you on? You know, let's hear it. If you're watching this on YouTube, put it in the comments. Which side are you on? Let's take teams here. And then when we figure out who's on what team, we're going to meet up. And I, we're going to have a big brawl. And whoever wins is the holiday cheermeister. <laughs> okay. All right, let, let's get serious here. Um, I was looking back through some of my episodes, and I realized I really haven't done, you know, a, a motivational talk in a while. And I got to say that, like, you know, my own motivation isn't, like, where it once has been in the past. I wouldn't say it's as low as it's been in the past either, but it really hasn't been there, right? And I think maybe that's why I haven't really touched on it in a long time. And and in the world of fitness, it's kind of just brought up left and right. Like everybody talks about motivation, not having motivation, all this stuff. So, you know, I wanted to break down what motivation really is and kind of help you guys get motivated if that's something that you struggle with, you know, because as you guys know, you know, as an online fitness coach, I talk to a lot of people, you know, I deal with a lot of people who talk about not being motivated. And a lot of times that's people's main excuse, you know, is to, you know, 
you know, that's their main excuse as to why they can't accomplish anything. It's just, you know, I just, I'm just not motivated and I don't know what to do. Right. Um, and sometimes I don't necessarily know how to fully respond to that, especially in the context of fitness, because, uh, for me personally, I mean, I, I've, like I, I say this all the time in these podcasts, like I've been working out and lifting weights since I was 15 and I never felt like, like the motivation just for like for that specifically, like the motivation for fitness specifically has just never gone down, right? It's always been the norm. And my clients know this all the time. I say this analogy a lot. It's like brushing your teeth. You don't think about it. You don't want to do it, but you do it. It's not like you're excited for it. You know, you just do it because it's a part of, you've been doing it your entire life. You know, so you do it, you know, most of us do it, or at least you should probably do it twice a day. You know, it's just the routine. It's just the ritual. It's just what you do to make sure that your teeth are healthy, right? So, you know, fitness is, is really no different than that, right? So if you can, if we compare it to that, let's say, you know, it's not, uh, you don't need motivation, right? But a lot of people are just like, how do I get to that state? Right. And this is like the part that people don't want to hear is that like you in order to get to a state where you're just sort of like on autopilot and you're just like getting the workouts in like you're on an assembly line, except for you're getting your workouts in every week. You know, uh, in order to, to get to that point, you have to do it when you're mad, sad, happy, glad, tired, energized, uh, frustrated, angry, annoyed. Like you got to you, no matter what the emotion is. The workout's got to get done, right? It's because a lot of people depend on getting a good workout in when there's lots of energy, they have lots of sleep, they're happy, they're motivated, you know, and if you only work out in under those circumstances, you are rarely going to achieve what you want to achieve with, with your workouts and with fitness because, you know, uh, it, th those emotions never stay, right? Happiness, you're never happy for an entire year. Like when you look back at 2023, were you happy from January 1st until now? Probably not. Right. But you still went to work, right? You still did stuff that you didn't want to do, but you did it because you know you had to, regardless of how you felt and your emotions and all that stuff. Right. So we got to kind of get to that point. But I'll kind of want to break down motivation in a little bit of a depth. Right. Because, you know, I don't think a lot of people really think about it. And I kind of did a little bit of research. Um, on what it is, right? So when we look at motivation, I, I kind of looked up the definition, so I'll bring it up. Um, what is motivation? Motivation is the process that initiates, guides, and maintains goal-oriented behavior, right? So motivation is kind of just like the feeling or the urge that gets you to do something, right? So, you know, I, I don't know if that's like necessarily like an actual feeling even. It's almost just like, um, like when you talk about, I don't know if you guys listen to a lot of like Andrew Huberman. I'm a huge fan. And he, I mean, obviously he's big on dopamine and educating people on, you know, how dopamine manipulates people's sort of, you know, it's, it's like the motivation um, hormone, right? So motivation, you could kind of look at it from like a hormonal aspect of, you know, how do we how can we ma manipulate our hormones to get us the motivation that we need? 
But even then, you're still kind of trying to look for like the circumstances, right? So I don't really like to think that motivation necessarily is like hormonal, although it really is, right? Dopamine is like the pursuit, you know, it, it, it rises when you're in pursuit of whatever it is that you want, right? So you have to think about this when it comes to like your fitness and your workouts when you think about that, right? So if like, if dopamine is the motivation hormone, and it's at its all time peak when we're in pursuit of it, you know, you have to remember that we're not in pursuit of the workout itself. We're in pursuit of the result that the workout gets. So the way I kind of see it is like most people who aren't motivated haven't really seen what can happen when you're consistent with exercise, right? So like, I know a lot of people who kind of go through this yo-yo phase, they yo-yo a lot and they consistently yo-yo because they've experienced what it's like to lose 20 pounds, right? They've gone through a process with a specific diet and an exercise routine. They've achieved that 20 pound loss. You know, maybe they've fallen off and it's easy for them to kind of get back on and, and get back into action or, you know, redo that program again to, to re-lose the 20 pounds because they know that if they just follow through and do it, it the, the, the results are going to come. So a lot of you out there who are just getting started and you're not really sure why you're not motivated because like, you know, in your head, like I, I want to be 20 pounds lighter or I want to gain some more muscle. I want to be stronger. I want to be the type of person that works out every day, but you can't get yourself to be. It's because you haven't yet experienced what it feels like. So you don't really get that, you know, that dopamine of, you know, the, the pursuit of the goal, right? You don't have like the, the drive to go to the, the gym and get the workouts in day in and day out because you don't know yet if it's going to pay off, right? So that's why there's no like, you know, that dopamine response, right? So, you know, kind of looking into motivation a little further, we have extrinsic motivation and we have intrinsic motivation, right? So one is sort of, you know, extrinsic motivation would be, you know, uh, something that's pushing you to get something done because there's an actual physical, you know, an external reward, right? So in the definition, it says it involves, you know, trophies, money, social recognition, or praise, right? So that would be extrinsic people around you, someone's offering you something to do something, you know, so it kind of be like your job would be an example of that, right? Like you go to work because you know, you're going to get a paycheck, right? That's the motivator behind getting going to work. And you get the paycheck, you know, that you can pay the bills, buy things that you want with it, you know, so on and so forth. And then we have your your intrinsic motivation, which is like an, an internal um, drive, right? So it's something that rises within an individual, such as doing complicated crossword puzzles purely for the gratification. So the intrinsic motivation is like almost like you're doing it for yourself, right? You love the way uh, you feel after you've done something right? And to be honest, this is a big one when it comes to fitness, right? Because a lot of people, um, I guess fitness could really be both, right? Because some people want to look good for other people. Maybe you want to look good for your, your wife or your husband. You know, maybe you want to look good for this girl you're trying to impress, right? Maybe you want to look good because you're going on vacation. You know, you want, you know, because when you're trying to like change the way you look, when it comes to like your physical appearance, we have to admit, you know, we could, you, you can say all you want that it's not about other people. Yeah, sure. You want to look good in the mirror, like, but you're not just doing it 
just to look good in your bathroom mirror alone by yourself, right? You kind of want to, you want people to say like, wow, you look amazing. Like your body's amazing. Or like that person has an amazing body or like they've really worked hard. That stuff feels amazing to hear. So there's a part of fitness and getting in shape that is motivated by other people, right? And then there's a part that's like, especially on the health side of things, right? Like when your doctor has told you like, you know, you're going to die, you know, a lot sooner, let's say 10, 20 years sooner than you would if you didn't have that extra 40 pounds, right? So then you're like, oh man, you know, the motivator isn't necessarily like the doctor telling you to do it. It's more like, you know, I have to do this because I'm going to die, right? Um, you know, and, and I guess that could, I'm trying to think that could also be extrinsic. Um, but yeah, I mean, to, to think about it intrinsically, I, I think fitness could be intrinsically and extrinsically. Like most people, I think, do it to look good for other people. Um, you know, I would say for me, as far as like my career goes, I do it for my, like I try to be in the best shape possible for my career. I try to do it so that when I post content, I'm not like, looking at my body and kind of like critiquing it and be like, and like hesitating to post because I don't like what I see, right? Like I got to stay in shape so that I don't experience that. Um, but I also do it, you know, because, you know, I always have, right? Even when I was younger, you know, I, I didn't really do it to kind of impress other people. I did it because I was sort of, um, you know, I was sort of, uh, I was looking for some, I was searching for something. Like I was trying to kind of find myself, I think. Right. So I think it can be both. But I think now that I really kind of just thought about this, you know, openly on the podcast, I think it's a lot of, you know, intrinsic motivation. Right. Um, or a lot of extrinsic motivation. Sorry. Right. Like, I think it's a lot of external. There's a lot of external values that are driving us to be better. Um, and that's all right. That's that's totally fine. Right. Because, uh, you know, I would say like, you know, eating a whole bag of chips or eating 10 Twinkies in a row would be more of an intrinsic motivation, right? Because you're doing it because you feel so good afterwards or not afterwards, but you feel so good when you're eating it. And it's, you're not necessarily eating 10 Twinkies for somebody else, right? So it's more extrinsic. So I think if some sometimes people say, I'm just doing it for myself, you know, I don't know. You're not married to yourself. You don't have intercourse with yourself. You don't take pictures just to keep on your phone so only you can look at it. Let's let's be real. You don't do that. So I think a lot of the, you got to figure out some of the extrinsic values that are driving you um, really to kind of find the motivation you're looking for. Because I think a lot of people just think, you know, I should be motivated. If I say I want to do something, I should be motivated. But that, I don't think that that's always how it works, right? Like, you, I think there's a there's always a deep-rooted reason, you know, especially when someone who does see amazing results, I think that's because they actually had a deep-rooted reason that was driving them. I think a lot of people who say that they struggle to, to, to get things done because they're not motivated is because they don't have a good enough reason to do it, right? Because I think that they're, the reasons for them to sit on the couch and watch TV and do nothing, the benefits of that overdo the benefits of what they're thinking about as far as exercise goes, right? So like, you know, I get my meals in, I work out, um, you know, I stretch, you know, I do all the things I'm supposed to do, right? You don't know the benefits of that. You don't know what's happening. 
you know, we don't know the outcome. So there's not really a lot of drive. But how many nights have you sat on the couch and watched TV? Eight, 10 Twinkies. That might be an exaggeration, but you know, eight snacks that you probably didn't need um, and, and sat there for two hours, right? And then just went to bed. That, you know, for a fact that that's very relaxing because you've had a long day, you're exhausted, all these things, you know that that is going to provide you like a feeling of, uh. so if you don't know the outcome of like, all right, I'm going to like buckle down and like be disciplined and go to the gym and get these workouts done. You know, if you don't know the outcome of how that's going to make you feel, you know, six, seven weeks, eight weeks down the road, then of course, it's going to be hard to get yourself to get up off the couch and go do that. Because your brain has yet to associate any external rewards with that, right? So I think if you start, if you just kind of stick to your guns, you know, uh, and you find some friends that make the gym fun for you, let's say you go with a partner um, or whatever, that's why group fitness, you know, I'm a huge fan of group fitness classes because there's like a community type of value, like a social aspect to it. And when you go to those classes and see the same people every day, you kind of create friendships and that creates more of a reason for you to go than to just work out. Like there's not a lot of people out there. I don't think, I mean, there is a lot, but I don't think, um, I think there's a lot of people out there who just can't work out by themselves, who just aren't that type of person because their values don't align with the outcomes that come along with that. They don't care too much about the values the external values and rewards that come along with that as they do, you know, like I say, a group fitness class, right? So that might be, you know, I think some people need to realize that like that might be your answer, right? And I think one thing I've noticed about myself too is a lot of my clients work out from home and I'm a huge advocate from people working out from home. But, you know, when I try to get myself to even just do like a 15 minute like stretching routine on my in my living room on the floor, it is so much harder for me to get myself to do that than it is for me to go to the gym for an hour and a half and lift weights. You know why? Because there's an aspect of there's external values and that I realize of going to the gym and seeing the people that I see, um, you know, all the mirrors around, like I love getting the pump in there. Like just like there's so much about that experience of me, you know, driving to the gym and and just get going through the workout and, you know, talking to a couple of people here and there and then going home. Like I've experienced that so many times. I know that that feels so good. But like for me to put in a workout at home, you just there's a lot of aspects that I'm not getting there that are a part of why I go to the gym so often and get my workouts in there. So maybe if you're struggling to work out from home, the answer for you is maybe you do need to go to a gym, right? And, and the for other people, it's vice versa. Like I know, um, you know, I had a client about a month ago who was going to start and her plan was, she got a gym membership. Her plan was to go to the gym. She went uh, for the very first week, I think, maybe the second week, but then she just like fell off and she was like, I don't, I don't like the gym. There's too many people in there. I'm still not hundred percent comfortable with the machines. You know, she just had a lot of anxiety. So we just switched to the home workouts she was right back to being consistent. She felt comfortable. Um, she was able to push herself a little harder because like, you know, if you're sweating or making faces, you don't, there's not anybody looking at you, right? So you have to really figure out what's going to work for you. And I think that's what the problem is, is that pe- a lot of people are seeing the internet. 
they're seeing social media and, and they're listening to what other people are saying they should be doing to get in shape. Um, and it's like, maybe if that idea is hey, you have to go to a gym, like, let's say that someone's preaching that, you know, home workouts are not going to get you there. You know, you have to go to the gym, you know, and, and, and all these people are trying it. It's not working for them. Maybe they need to be working out at home. Right. And, and even with like the style of training, right. Everyone tells you that like weightlifting is the way weightlifting is the way you must weightlift. But if it's not, if you're not going to get in there and you have no desire to gain any muscle, you have no desire to gain any strength. You literally just want to stay slim. You know, you don't, you just want to make sure that you're not gaining any body fat. It might not be the way to go for you, right? Like it might, you might just need to go to some, some spin classes, maybe some like aerobics or yoga, whatever it might be. That might be the type of fitness that's going to allow you to stay consistent, you know, and, and stay in shape. Right. And, and I think that we, we don't think broad enough. Like we, we take everything for face value on the internet, right? Like we see, you know, this girl who's in shape, crazy looking body. Um, and she's like, you know, I got this in a year because I went to the gym. I did this, I did that. And then you like, everyone's looking at her content saying, oh, she did this, this, this. So I need to go and do this, 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 that you fall off. It doesn't work for you you know, and, and then you start to think like, oh, I'm just not motivated. Oh, I'm just not, you know, I, I don't have the discipline. I don't have the drive. I guess I'm just not going to be able to do it. You know, I don't know what's wrong with me. But your method is not going to look like that person's, right? So you have to really do try a lot of different things, right? Weightlifting might not be for you. Now, at the end of the day, yes, yes, weightlifting is very important. I do think you should be at least getting a couple sessions of, of resistance training in there, or at least lift some weights in a style that's fun for you. I, I started recently um, implementing more hit style resistance training, uh, you know, sort of like mixing cardio and weights with like a full body functional aspect uh, to my training and doing that a couple times a week, right? And I, I find it fun, right? It, it's just kind of more interesting and keeps me intrigued in my workouts more than just my regular sort of sort of like bodybuilding style you know doing three or four sets of certain amount of reps resting in between and just kind of okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No you know, going through the cycle, you know, you get tired of that. I like to spice things up and, and, and change sort of my routine over time. But yeah, I mean, you know, it takes some time to figure out what works for you. And just because you're not motivated doesn't mean that you have a problem with motivation. It's probably the fact that you have a problem with whatever it is you're doing to get in shape. It might not be the way for you, right? Okay. So now I want to kind of talk about how we can actually increase motivation. Because like I said earlier, motivation kind of comes and goes, you know, throughout the week. Every day it's different in a sense. So, you know, why, like, why are we sometimes motivated in the, on some days and some days we're just not, or even weeks or months at a time where we're either motivated or not motivated, right? Um, 
But I do believe that there are some things that we can do to at least hold on to some motivation or just, you know, give us some reassurance that we're capable of something. And I think that's what it is, right? We have to have, our, I think inside of our brain, we have to have proof that we're capable of doing something. And that sort of in itself is like a motivator to like, you know, whatever it is I'm trying to accomplish, you know, at least you have evidence that you know you can do hard things, right? So, uh, you know, some of the things that hold your motivation back really are self-doubt, you know, maybe you've got some past experiences that didn't work out for you. So this new thing that you're about to do, you know, you're, you're kind of unsure about it. And then, then that, that uncertainty is blocking off any motivation that could be there, right? And, you know, maybe you've been going for a while already, right? Motivation is tapering off because you're not really seeing what you expected. So that means maybe your expectations are too high, right? Your own expectations sometimes can be the motivation killer, right? Because it's like, you know, I had some clients uh, recently that were just kind of, they seemed a little bit worked up, a little bit stressed about their results. And I was like, oh no, I, you know, I, so I dove into their, you know, their program and went into their account and kind of looked at things. And I'm like, wait a minute, you know, this person's down 15 pounds in like eight weeks, nine weeks. You know, what's the, what's the problem here? And they they just kind of said, you know, I just don't feel like I'm where I should be. Like I'm, I'm looking at other people, you know, in the, in the community and like in my coaching community. And they're like, I just feel like that they're doing way better than me. Right. And the thing is, this person had no evidence of that um, either. It was sort of all created in their head because I think, you know, this person was looking at other people's meal prep. They were looking at other people's uh, uh, recipes they were posting. They were looking at other people's gyms, maybe even that they were, you know, and like, and, and people were kind of posting like their records and PRs and they're kind of comparing all that. So like I had to remind this person that like, I think that you were expecting to lose a lot more than you could have or even should um, in this time frame, right? So I had to reassure them that like, you know, 15 pounds, you know, in eight or 10 weeks, whatever it was, is very, very good, right? I just, I remember it was like a, a pound or two pounds per week was the average that this person had lost. And I'm like, that is a very good rate to lose weight by all means. Like I always tell my clients between one and three pounds is like the ideal range, right? Like the more you have to lose, you're going to be closer to that three pound per week range. And even then that's not going to be sustainable. It's going to taper off, you know? And then if you're, you know, somewhat already lean or just lightly overweight, you know, a pound per week is like the perfect marker, right? So, and, and, but you still can't just tell people that because they've never, like I say, they've never actually experienced it. So their, their expectations are still going to be <laughs> up here and, you know, then that's going to taper off their motivation because they, they think that they're losing when they're actually winning, right? Another thing that can ruin motivation is the fact that you might be overwhelmed with the goal that you set. And that kind of does go along with what I just said, right? Um, your expectations are too high, right? So you're expecting to be at a certain point that is just not realistic to be at. But there's also the other side where like you set the goal too soon or you know, you expected, you know, you're just kind of overwhelmed with the amount of work that you put on your plate, right? 
So that's where like my coaching program, I think really comes in handy for a lot of people. Got to plug that in. <laughs> but, you know, I think having me there to kind of say, all right, you're here. You want to be here. But we also have to hit these little tiny micro goals because a lot of people are trying to go from like point A all the way to the end goal when they're skipping point B, point C, point D, point E. You know, there are levels to this. So that's what also can happen too, is like people just jump from, I'm here, I want to be perfect, but there's a lot more to it than that. So try not to overwhelm yourself. Another thing too is like your insecurities, right? Your insecurities can kind of hold you back from being motivated as well, you know? And I, and again, I think that these all kind of blend together, like what I'm talking about here, like being overwhelmed, expectations, expectations too high. You know, you're insecure about if you're what you're doing is enough. Um, you know, you're self-doubting yourself because you haven't done many hard things in your life. You know, you haven't really impressed yourself by any means, right? You never really had that much discipline. So, of course, you're going to be low on motivation. You have zero evidence for you to believe that you can do this. So, my advice is this. So, I, I did take down some points of what I think would be some good places to work on, some things to work on, so that way you can get some motivation, right? Also, I'm not a fan of these Sprite Zero Sugars. I don't even know why I got them, because I'm not even a huge Sprite guy, but I just caught my eye. So my advice for gaining motivation, instead of starting with the how, like a lot of people come to me with fat loss for fat loss and they say, I don't know how to do it. You have to start with why, right? Going back to the beginning, we need the value. We need that extrinsic or the intrinsic value, the determining factor of the drive, like something that whatever, what is it, what is it that's deeply driving you to do this? Not just the result, but why do you want the result? You know, if your goal is to lose 50 pounds, why do you want to lose 50 pounds? People always miss out on that, right? So you have to find your purpose. It's got to be deeply rooted because that way you know that you've got something that's going to push you to, to get there, right? Because, I mean, if your goal is like, I want to lose 50 pounds just because I know I need to lose weight. Oh, come on. That, you will definitely lose motivation with that, you know? Right, or I want to lose weight because... Uh, you know, if, if you said something like, I want to lose weight because everybody is calling me fat and I feel super insecure about it and I've been depressed for a while and I think it's about time that I did something. That is a freaking good reason, right? You know, or my doctor, like I said earlier, my doctor told me I'm going to die 20 years before, you know, I, I should. That's a freaking good reason. You got to like write that out and just like plaster that somewhere, right? So that's that's how you kind of keep that motivation at least for a longer period of time, right? So now after you found your purpose, I would say you got to at least kind of figure out what you already know and what you don't know. Because here's another thing that ruins people's motivation is that they they think that they know, right? You know, everyone knows a little bit of something about everything, right? So you go and do what you know. It's not working. You know, you lose motivation because it's not working. Then you give up, right? 
but maybe you should think about, mm, maybe I should do my research, right? What do I know already about fat loss, right? What do I already know? Well, hmm, you think about it, think about it. Oh, maybe I don't know anything. Maybe what I th think that I know is completely wrong. <laughs> so you got to really, like, you got to think this out, man. It, it, like, if, this, if you're serious about achieving goals, you've got to take some time to, like, sit down and think about it, right? So highly recommend writing down, what do I know? At least do, am I certain that I know? And then what do I need to learn, right? And then again, little plug here. <laughs> this is where the coaching program comes into play, right? Because then, you know, I'll just tell you, all right, you're here. I'm going to teach you everything you need to know. This is what we're going to do. So the next thing you could do is break things down into smaller steps, right? So you need to understand, all right, if, you, if you're not going to get help with the journey, let's say, now that you've discovered what you know, maybe you did a little bit of your own research. You're like, all right, so according to this plan that I've created, I need to do this, 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 and this, right? A lot of people might just take all those things you need to do, group it together, and just start doing it all on one day, right? Like I talked about earlier, overwhelming yourself. People do this all the time. But what you need to do is, all right, I know I need to add in more vegetables to my diet. There's step number one. Do that for a week. It's easy to accomplish one little tiny thing each and every week. Like you're more likely to accomplish something if it's like the only little thing that you have to work on, you're more likely to do it. But if you're like, all right, I got to cut my calories back. I got to add in vegetables. I got to drink more water. I got to exercise. Um, I got to get better sleep. Um, you know, that's a lot to try to juggle for not doing any of it before. Right. So it's like one week. All right. We're going to increase veggies this week. So, you know, I'm going to add some spinach into my eggs in the morning. I'm going to add some green peppers into my snack in the afternoon. You know, I'm going to have, uh, some cucumbers with some hummus later, what, okay, whatever it means, whatever, whatever you want to do. Um, and then the next week you're like, all right, I'm going to drink some more water this week. I'm going to try to drink, you know, I'm going to aim for two and a half liters of water or something. And then the week after you start going for walks every day. Right. So three weeks later, you're eating more vegetables, drinking more water, and you're walking most days. Like that is just like climbing the ladder, right? And even if you haven't lost any weight, you are still noticing that like, damn, I'm actually doing these things. I'm actually now doing them and I'm accomplishing something. And that is, again, more proof of your capabilities. So then you stack each capability like, Boom, more veggies, feeling accomplished. Boom, more water. So now I'm eating more wet veggies and got more water, double accomplished. And then you just keep doing these little things and you're like, damn, I can pretty much do anything. So small steps, break things down into like even micro steps if you have to, right? Give yourself a break, man. Sometimes, you know, because I think a lot of people just think that, I mean, people like to think that they're, they're the one, they're it. You know, they're, they're the, they are <laughs> the super, super being. And they, they think that like, they're just going to do it all, right? I'm going to fast track there. I'm going to get there faster than anybody's ever done it. And that is, that's just not going to be, you know, be a little bit better with your set. Like 
be honest, you know, hmm. Last night I sat down and drowned myself in a whole tub of ice cream, man. I'm not necessarily the someone who's going to be able to tackle all that, right? Like, I think that person's going to have much more success than the person's like, I can handle it all. Throw it on my plate. I'm tough. So yeah, small, small steps. Um, now the last one that I want to mention is try setting goals. Uh, what did I even, oh, it kind of rolls off the last one. Uh, oh yes. Try setting goals in other aspects of your life. So basically let's say like I've been using your goal is to lose 50 pounds, but you don't know, like you don't have the motivation to start, right? And that might be because, like I said earlier, you have no proof. You haven't been doing much that's very accomplishing. You know, you've always failed at other things that you've tried. What you need to do is you need to start building that base. So set goals in other aspects of your life, right? Go to bed on time. That's an easy one. Just do that for a week, maybe two weeks if you need it. Do that for two weeks. Okay, cool. I did it for two weeks. I went to bed on time. I can. I did that. And then maybe you start to say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to stop procrastinating on doing the dishes. I'm going to do that every single night. And then I'm going to go to bed early. You do that. Another month goes by maybe. Holy shit. I've got two things done. I, I've did two things that I said I was going to do. Um, and then maybe you do another one, right? And you're stacking proof. You're stacking all these reasons that like, damn, I'm doing everything that I'm setting out to do. I think that I'm capable of actually joining Micah's program and being successful at it. There you go, right? Like I said, and I stated here, I wrote, sometimes we're low on motivation because we have zero evidence that we can accomplish anything. We always give up before we get there, right? So I think that's, you know, that's pretty much all I have to say on motivation. You know, I did a little bit of research before I came into this. But uh, not a crazy amount. You know, I just wanted to get the definition of motivation. Because, <laughs> um, you know, we always think motivation is like the answer. It's the be all and the end all. And it's it's really, I mean, it, it's definitely a tool that helps. It's definitely what's going to help you get to where you want to go a lot more efficiently. But I like to be the type of guy that's like, I don't care. I mean, I'm not, I, I even tell my clients too, like, I don't feel motivated, you know, to do, to do the stuff that you guys are looking for motivation to do. I don't ever feel like I'm motivated, right? And like, there's certain things I need to feel motivated to do. Like this morning, it's a prime example. You know, I've been wanting to get back into my 5am groove. You know, I've been doing 637 for the last six months, right? And for about two years straight, I was on the 5am grind, like, you know, at least five to six days a week. And I, I felt amazing because I was getting up early. You know, sometimes I'd work out in the morning, sometimes I wouldn't. But just getting up early in general was good. And I've been having a struggle with that. And the last couple of mornings, I've been getting up, but I was just laying there in bed. Like, get, like, just tell myself, I might just get out of the bed. Just stand up. And I just, I just wouldn't, right? Like, I woke up at 5 o'clock this morning and didn't get out of bed until 5.45 battling with myself the entire time, right? Like, how is that so hard? You know, I had no motivation to do it. And you know what I was thinking in my head while I was laying there trying to convince myself to get up? I was thinking exactly what I was talking about today. I was thinking, 
what what am I going to do when I get up? You know, how 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 is this going to differ if I get up now then versus like an hour from now or or two hours from now if I sleep for a little bit longer? You know, and I really did think about it. And I was like, well, nothing really. But if I get up now, even if I don't want to start working on anything productive, I'm up and I can do things that I wanted to do. So you know what I did? I got up, you know, warmed up the vehicle, came in, drank my water with electrolytes, went to the gym, got 30 minutes on the treadmill, did some foam rolling, and then uh, I, I hit the sauna for about 15 minutes after, came home, and, you know, I, 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 I created uh, a new feeling this morning. You know, I created something that, like, is that I can use for tomorrow when I try to get up to be like, you know what, that, that is what I need to get up for. You know, that felt good. I was proud of myself, the fact that I went there and did it, right? And, and it's been a long time since I'd done that. So I needed that first initial proof of evidence, I think, for me to be motivated. So now, you know, I, 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 it's winding down here now. Um, and I feel like, I'm a little excited to kind of do it again, right? To get to the gym and just, you know, I didn't really go too hard this morning. So I think maybe I'll try to go a little harder today or tomorrow morning, right? So, um, yeah. Yeah, man. Anyway, hopefully you guys got something out of this episode. As you can see, I'm, I'm comfier than, I'm comfier than this pillow right here. I'm feeling good, man. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for uh, tuning into every single episode because I know that you do. And I want to thank anybody out there who um, listens to me on a weekly basis because I got the Spotify wrapped um, updates and 23 people. This podcast was number one. And that means a lot, you know, and then I think it was like 70 people. It was in the top 10. So that's pretty cool. And there was definitely a lot of growth this year with the podcast. I think it was like 200 and plus 200 and something percent, which is great. I mean, it wasn't, I don't think it was too difficult to beat the record, but you know, it's great. I, I really appreciate everybody who shows support. And I think listening to this podcast is the best way to do it because I'll be real with you. I don't even think some of my closest friends listen to this. Actually, I don't even... I shouldn't say, uh, I think I know that they don't listen to this. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so anyway, I'm calling them out right now. But it's all right. It's whatever. It's not for everybody. So anyway, have an amazing week. Stay blessed. Peace. Wait, we got to get the thumbnail. Thumbnail guy.